0: Welcome to the War Report, everybody. Uh, we have a stacked room this time uh, going around. The challenge has been laid. <laughs> we have Jameel, uh, Jameel here. We have Justin here. And I was
1: supposed to be on the episode this week. I, yeah. Neil strong arm his
2: way. <laughs> I didn't strong-arm anything. I was perfectly fine with whatever would have happened. I would have listened anyway. It didn't matter. I was just letting people know that I've really, you know, I've been watching AEW for quite some time, waiting for my moment, um, waiting for the opportunity, especially since the challenges come back up, you know, the challenge, Wednesday Night Wars, <laughs> you know, they'd be going, uh, uh, what's his name, Brian Alvarez be reading, you know, uh AEW did this number and exceeded this number challenge is doing better than both of them on Wednesday night. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh yeah. God. The challenge is so, be-
0: just beating both their heads in.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just effortlessly every Wednesday. So I was just like, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm here.
0: This is and- new. I'm fresh. I feel good. Yeah. Let's do it. And people that have heard the a show this week, I gave meals the reason why I haven't had him on yet. (laughs) I was waiting for Miro to do something important or something cool, and then Meals could come on here without being judged and just uh, sing his praises.
2: I feel you. I feel you on the layup. However, (laughs) the odds of something cool happening relatively soon, you know where he's at now. We could be waiting forever for something cool to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could be waiting they've got him in like a standby kind of feud. They got him in an entry kind of feud. So mm-hmm. cool could happen two months from now, like three months from now. And Miro's been there since October. So it's like yeah, we could be waiting forever. Might as well just have me on now. You could have me back if
0: Miro something <laughs> cool. I originally thought that for, uh, since I took uh, a week off for Thanksgiving, I didn't watch AEW uh, last week. <laughs> I just I, I just re- I just read it and it was just like or just uh, watched it on YouTube and I was just like oh, okay so I could come in you know not completely blind when I do the episode next week but I originally thought that since this is going to be the quote unquote pay per view card you know with the winter is coming and everything I thought they were going to do Mira and Orange Cassidy mm. and that's when you know I would have had you on and then when I look when I looked at it a couple of days ago it was just like. Oh, it's a battle royale and he's like front and center and i was just like what, what are you doing here
1: no he, he's he's saving him from being abused that's what he's doing, <laughs>
0: that's what doing. this is, a, yeah. this is
2: like a home or something this is a home of refuge for miro where he's just like listen you understand what you've been through we're not going to treat you like they did over there we're just gonna coming treat second you in battle royals multiple <laughs> times but yes <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to treat you similar to that uh we're going to coddle you. We're going to coddle you until it's time to give you a championship shot. And then who knows if you'll win by then. You might yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck, right fuck that. Fuck that tank. That wasn't important. This is.
0: Yeah. This uh, Battle Royale spot. But this is The War Report, episode 50, uh, 58. And we're going to be talking about AEW and NXT. And we're already kind of knee deep in it already. So let's just go into the trenches and talk about the comments about... Uh, Miro and other things that uh, Tony Khan has said.
1: What an interview! What an interview! Yeah, with with, with Tony, uh, I looked at the the cliff notes of this, mm-hmm. and then you know a couple of the of people have clipped the audio from this interview. Um, I mean, why why would a for one? I feel like he's too transparent.
0: Yes, I think like
1: I I don't want to know. I don't want to know how much your your TV deal is. I, I think that that's better left up to like Forbes and other places to talk about. Like, because it almost mm-hmm. feels as though, I just, I just think that it's, it's cool in certain ways that certain uh, executives. You don't want
2: act- him. You don't feel like he should be the one to be. No, saying it's,
1: it. absolutely. I don't feel like Cody right. should be. I don't feel like anyone on that roster should be. It should be their their CFO. It should be their you know the person that is on these investor calls. No, <laughs> no, is that she's, is the CFO? Uh, sh-
2: She's the CBO. Okay. Oh, sorry.
1: But even like no one that appears on, on, on the television screen or, or in the, you know, who's at the shows every single week should, should be doing that. I, I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's just to me, I won't say unprofessional, but it screams to me as like braggadocious in a, like a really weird way, saying like the, t- the television deal is $175 million. It's like, okay, what does that mean to us? You know, yeah. like what, what tangibly, what does that mean to us?
0: And that was going to be my point is just like, okay, this saying the number of the tv deal what does that do for fans it
1: in a way here's the thing that it's it's like a it's like a weird dissonance between the way aew fans perceive things and the way that they were it if other companies did it like if roh did it it would be like so what you guys still are in really small arenas or it'd be WWE. Mm-hmm. so it's blood money or if it was impacted be you know it would be a different it would be a different thing each each way forward but with this it's like that's great It's like, yeah, it's great, but what exactly does that do for you guys to know that information? What are they spending this money? What are they putting this money into? And we see a lot of what they put that money into this week.
2: I mean, (laughs) I think just in general, what they're like, I guess what their attitude is to kind of be as transparent as possible, especially because they feel like, and I say this because. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan... All right, so it's obvious. Tony Khan is a mark. At the end of the day, he's a mark who owns a wrestling (laughs) company who Mm owes a ton of money. So from his standpoint, I think he's looking at this in a sort of, what would I want to know from Vince McMahon? And here's what I would... He's kind of like... It's a little bit of like throwing his dick on the table, but it's also like... um, If I were on the other side of this, if I were a fan... I mean, they're going to talk about it anyway. So at least they might as well hear it from the source. I'm at least thinking that's at least his mind state going mm-hmm. into this. And that's not playing devil's advocate or anything. I'm just trying to ex- maybe like, okay, what is his, f- for being so transparent? Yeah, he could do it through Forbes. Yeah, he could do it through things. He probably doesn't even, I don't know whether they have the sort of. Uh, <laughs> no plug.
0: They, they don't got yeah. no plug. <laughs> uh, but ble- ble- bleacher, bleacher Report would have been the plug. <laughs> I mean, they could have, yeah.
2: Something they sponsor. Lines.
0: They, they sponsor uh, a lot of their pay-per-views, so. That but yeah, but it's also they're, own, they're
1: owned by the same company, that's why.
0: Okay. Right, right, right. They're, owned by, they're I, owned by AT&T. I, oh, uh,
2: but they also. Um, I don't even think they're thinking like that far. I don't think they're thinking in terms of a marketing level. I think they're still operating as like a ground level wrestling business and with that's, a bunch of funding.
0: That's a that's a problem. <laughs> that, that, I that mean,
2: it it is thing. right now, but I feel like
0: they're not trying
2: to run before they walk. And I'm not trying to give them a the whole bunch of credit, but I think they're, they're trying to, at least at this standpoint, we're not trying to change the world immediately and then everything falls in their face. They were like, okay, let's take it step by step. And then eventually, probably in five years, they're going to have some deal with whatever and who can announce whatever and do whatever and stuff like that. But I respect it. But yeah, the, it's, the transparency, I mean, sometimes I think it should come from another different source um -hmm. especially a lot of these snarky comments you see on here uh i don't know
0: oh uh the the last comment here it was just like did i get heat or did i get buzz and it was just like oh you know using wrestling slang and it's just like oh come on (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: man and i mean i guess we talk about that when we talk about the sting stuff there's the 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 Miro comment that me and Mills kind of lightly touched we lightly touched on on the a show where he said that Uh, He said Miro is going to be huge. He didn't want to wait till January to bring him in. And I'm guessing that's why he is where he is right now, because Mm -hmm. they're waiting for the next year. Which is like, y'all could have definitely waited and given him like the stars welcome, like you did Sting, like you did fucking Matt Cardona. (laughs) You know, like there could have been something really important there. And it feels like that was a weird thing to say. But he said that Tony or Tony said that Miro has been abused for years and he's being built back up now in AEW. Uh, he uh, he called out someone on Twitter who brought up his WrestleMania tank uh, entrance and said that he did the tank and then they kicked him in the balls and mistreated him for years.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: he sounds like a mark. it just sounds like yeah. A mark. That, that, that sounds that's some that's like meal like that's Reddit talk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Reddit.
2: it's not like an owner it's speaking. Like, it's just you're in
0: general. general, like you're on the biggest platform for wrestling on a tank. That's pretty fucking cool, and then. Doing something just objectively less cool fighting over an arcade machine
1: yeah and no a Wi-fi adapter you know it's it's like th- there's levels to to what Miro Rusev was doing, and here's the thing I will not disagree that he is probably the most aggrieved person that mm. that has left that company like I would say that more than a Zack Ryder <clears throat> I'd say that more than anyone who's left that company uh what, what's the other guy the guy who lost all the time
2: the, the Brody Lee? no no <laughs> oh no.
1: sorry. <laughs> i I mean, even more than Brody, like where's Brody at now? Yeah, you know, it, and- it's like, it, it's like that you see this, you see this constant thing going on with AEW and it's like, what is going to be different about Miro? Cause you, you did the same lip service when, when Brody Lee came. And yes. I, I'm like, you know, don't say that that doesn't matter. I think if you're someone who's trying to be transparent, you say, I feel as though that we can provide the space and the platform for Miro to perform at his highest level here. But then it becomes again, another, you know, another swipe at another company. It's, it's really weird.
0: I think whenever they bring, you know, the ex WWE guy and they talk about them in any shape or form, it's going to be some sort of slight at that rather than just saying like we it's nice to have them here and it'll be like, you know, good to work with them and we could possibly do some great things with them going forward. Yeah, like something as simple as sweet like that, but it's never that and it works for the people. Oh, he's yeah. working
1: he's he's working he's working that audience no doubt about it that audience mm-hmm. has completely worked they well they they have them in the palm of their hands in a way that's like they have diehards out the gate there was no oh. there's no cynicism there was no kind of you know mm-hmm. the the you know largely there was a lot of people who had bought into this already and we're just seeing this continue
0: yeah uh, a lot of people have turned over. I'm not going to say any names, but to, <laughs> j- just to wrap this up, we're going to talk about two things. I, I know we're not familiar with AEW Dark at all, even though I do this show. I do not watch AEW Dark. I'm very vocal about not watching that. <laughs> and
2: I see it on my YouTube thing. I don't actually watch it, but I see plenty of, all of their O's. That guy wrestled, or that gal wrestled on I, my YouTube thing, but I don't really like click on the matches. No, I
1: see Sorry, the never. I see the thumbnail, and then I see the length, and I say, "Uh huh," and I hit the X
0: button. <laughs> I see how many matches they have on the show, and that's when I go, "I am okay." I cannot sit through twelve exhibition matches between names I don't know, especially when AEW Dark, when I used to watch it originally, would be four matches a lot of vignettes uh, talking about what happened on uh, AEW, what is to come to AEW, and giving new performers, you know, just a video package or spotlight. Controversial now, but when Shauna was coming into AEW, she had a whole video package about, you know, wanting to quit wrestling, and then she got to, got an AEW contract, and now she's happy to wrestle, blah, 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 this and that. I think that would work a lot more than just having All these tryout matches which is basically what just uh what aew uh aew dark is but it just doesn't work for me
1: yeah and they and and the the funny thing is is that they give them kind of free publicity like the people who do it like look at ben carter who Mm -hmm. you know is is nxt bound he i mean he's i mean they just announced another uh another class i guess we'll talk about that later but like you know Mm -hmm. he's he's imminent in the next couple of months to be in the next class for nxt and I, I just think it's it's odd that they do like the free publicity for these people that they have not signed,
0: and they'll just like let them go. And <laughs> we we uh, we we might see a lot of that going forward because I don't think they can truly sign all the people that show up on Dark.
1: Well, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna talk about all the people that they can't sign when we get to Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk about. The priorities. <laughs> Let's okay. talk about the priorities.
0: Ken, uh, before, uh, before we move on forward, I am trying to find the article that talks about all the uh, the new signees. I did forget to put it on, but I just remembered that... Uh, what, what are they? Uh, PWG tag champs uh the rascals uh the got rascals. signed
1: listen man bwg doesn't exist anymore
0: <laughs> shout out to ben because i would have not known that random fact if it wasn't for him
1: <laughs> i knew it and i i had i had forgot that they were still the tag champions i think i was there at the show that they won the at, and i still forgot and i and i realized like you know they were not they were not the champions anymore i just thought it was kind of like weird that that uh that's just kind of like a thing that's like hanging around you know it's like yo oh, pwg <laughs> <laughs> yeah pwg is like a weird thing that's like hanging around like i'm like bro i don't know. i don't even know if they're even gonna put on another show it's not even gonna be possible especially in la like we're not doing anything It's a, pos- mm-hmm. it's a possibility that pwg could never come back
0: uh big yikes but was never truly uh, that big of a fan, but I have the article up now. So we have the rascals and we have Alex Zane, uh, says that he worked for GCW black yes. label pro and ring of honor. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with uh, some of his work. I only checked out a little bit of GCW. If you listen to spot callers, of course, uh, I'm not familiar with black label. And I haven't watched Ring of Honor in forever.
1: <laughs> no no need. I think Alex Zane is a great pickup for WWE. Um, I, I think this class is, like, amazing. Even right down to Giro. Um, I, I think they, they picked up some really great names. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering how they integrate them. Because I'm like, don't even wait for the for, to put in uh, Zachary and... Uh, I forgot his other name. Uh, don't even wait to put the Rascals in. You know, put them in tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. the tag the tag division needs these guys or they or even that even the cruiserweight division would, would, would you know really benefit from them because like the thing that's crazy about the cruiserweight division and, and the e right now it is sneaky good it's just that they can't get anyone to watch the shows <laughs>
0: <laughs> or truly find a spot for a lot of these people because a lot of the nxt talent just don't leave <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of spots uh that could be open that's not because we have some people that just don't feel like they need to be on the main roster. And I don't know, that that kinda like kills the purpose of NXT, I think uh from my standpoint, but it is what it is. Uh just looking through more of these um the the, the signees, I not familiar with most of them. Uh, we have uh, Ariel uh, Howard who used to uh, be a WNBA player.
1: Yeah. That, that uh, should be nice. All uh, right. I, I, I took one look. <laughs> Real fine. <laughs> Real fine. <laughs> I took one look. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> What's wrong with me saying how I feel?
0: I wasn't expecting the Undertaker draw. <laughs> Come
1: on, man. That follows me everywhere I go now.
0: Oh my lord, I forgot. Uh we have Russ Taylor who works for uh WXW, which has been uh integrated into the WWE network. I haven't checked uh much of it out yet, but maybe when I do maybe when we do a spot callers in the future we can check out those since it's readily available for us. But I'm I, I haven't watched any
1: of those playlists yet. Any of those, like W uh, WXW versus Evolve or whatever. Like, I haven't seen any of those.
0: Uh, they're on my list, but I haven't looked at them. <laughs> like, really? I, I have it all queued up, but I just haven't played. I don't open the WWE Network a lot. Um, we have should you jury zero
2: zero just his name
0: Giro, is zero bro Jiro. yeah he was but not, you're, offending uh, like like, you're
1: offending somebody
2: you're offending somebody
0: i can't <laughs> i can't read
1: uh he was in noah pro wrestling noah um i i caught a couple of his matches just just like off the off the of whim maybe like a year ago and i thought it was really a surprise i had i didn't even hear that he was a potential to be signed on wwe
0: so i was i was pleasantly surprised to see him i'm and that's where I'm going to pass that up for you. So it says that he competed for Russell one and all, uh, all, all Japan pro wrestling. Russell one had to close due to the, uh, the pandemic and they terminated all contracts. And that's why, uh, they were available to be signed. Oh, okay. Very unfortunate. I liked Russell one a lot. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's about it for, uh, most of the class
1: yeah the very very solid class i think they really picked up some really great guys there um the one thing that was missing was uh one of the rascals members did not make it and he's allegedly um a e w bound
0: oh uh i i read that he's gonna still work with impact but Emma <laughs> well they signed with the e and said hey man be good brother
1: <laughs> <laughs> swim good bro as soon as, as soon as zachary got signed that boy got on one knee i'm telling you when these boys they, i'm telling you it's engagement ring if you don't got a girl it's car if you don't if you already got a car <laughs> Mom, it's mama house, career
0: bro his <laughs> it's house it's,
1: it's like remember when walter got the bag he bought his oh, girl the car
0: <laughs> that, the car his yeah, trip the, the, stepped the up. Audi,
1: the the Audi. He had in- <laughs> yeah, the
0: Audi's mean. crazy. I think he's. Uh, I think he's married now. Uh, well, I thought he already was, but I could be wrong. I don't know. J- Jit coming soon. That that's the uh, the trajectory for Walter, bro.
1: Oh wow! Just like Pete Dunne
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly like Pete Dunne But uh, now we can, uh get into NXT, talking about the show a little bit. Every tank needs a weapon, and your team needs some heavy artillery. (laughs) Not anymore. How'd you guys feel about the main event? I personally did not watch it because I was watching Kenny Omega versus John Moxley.
1: Oh, I, I ended up being able to watch Dynamite early, wink, wink, before NXT came on the <laughs> West Coast. <clears throat> so um, Shotzi and, and Raquel, listen, man, Raquel has such a crazy upside and she's just part of a long list of women in NXT that have such a tremendous upside that I am so afraid They'll go to the main roster and then lose all of that. but then again they're doing nothing on you know on NXt right now so it's, it's really scary.
2: Raquel is Tamina with knees. That's what she is.
1: Wow
2: that's what she is. I for some reason <laughs> she got a, cooler, like, look. She got a like- cooler look. she got a cooler
1: look. she got a cooler look. <laughs>
2: Tamina's just old. She's just a little bit older. She'll oh, be cool if you are. And you it see? Just is what it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think Raquel has a cooler look at all. I just think that she's a younger I version do. of Tamina. Uh, I, something about her I just don't trust. I just don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> you know what it is. Stop playing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know what it is. Something about her I just don't trust. But she seems like a, uh, a hard worker. I look at yeah. her from where she where she was in the May Young Classic, and I think she had really one of the, like... I'm trying to remember if she was in that terrible match that was in the May Young Classic, that one that, like, fell apart. I forgot. Um, I, don't think she, I, don't, I don't think she was. I don't think she was. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I remember her in the May Young Classic. Somebody was, and I'm blaming them for something. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> but... I just remember her where she's at and where she kind of is right now. It definitely is like night and day. So she definitely has improved mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you know, she, I still need a little bit more from her. Still she need was. a little bit more.
1: In this main event, it was all Shotzi. Shotzi was killing this girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, for about twenty five minutes. Was just straight killing her. Uh, there was a there was a, a ladder out the ring spot where she hit. Mm-hmm raquel in the face with it there was another one where she had raquel face down on the turnbuckle with or the ladder was 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 uh, wedged in the corner in in the corner had raquel's face on it and then shotzy does a fucking uh senton into it and i'm just like bro Shotzi, calm
2: (laughs) (laughs) down (laughs) (laughs) that's legitimately the first time i saw Shotzi was when they did the evolve thing with the Mm -hmm.
0: wwe thing and she and uh you did the tope into the, into the chairs. <laughs> she's
2: been killing herself since the moment I've seen her. Like, to me, a ladder match was like, oh, she might die. But she, I think she's cool with that at the end of the day. <laughs> like, I think she's cool with that. But it was, from what I saw, which I looked back and forth from time to time because there were times I was getting bored with, you know, the, the Moxley Omega match. Or the oh, wow. getting bored with <laughs> oh, the other talk, match.
0: We'll talk about So that. I was
2: jumping back and forth. I had two screens up. Um. they did good i mean the main event it did it did fairly well for a uh a very kind of like low stakes ladder match but they still did pretty well with what they had
1: okay yeah they did uh i i think that it's very a lot of people ragged on this and i was like uh okay but they were they were ragging on the fact that the faces got the advantage and i was like
0: the heels got the advantage on the male side
1: and they've also done the uh, – I think they've done the faces get the advantage before. I think the first time they did it, they had, yeah. the faces had the advantage. Um, I'm not mad at it because, again, I, I feel as though they do um, produce these very, very well. Uh, you know, all, of, all of the previous ones have been really good matches, so I'm not I'm not mad about it. But I did like the reveal of EO being the, the last member. We knew it was going to happen, oh, but I, I, I'd like – I liked when she came out and uh, and and helped be, uh, become the equalizer to make sure Shotzi wanted. Listen, man, they're giving a lot to Shotzi, man. Like,
0: yeah, she
1: if she ain't next, then I don't know who is, man.
0: <laughs> if she's not yeah, next, then they're, they're doing something wrong because she's on all the promotion. She constantly she's constantly featured super, on the show.
2: Yeah, she's someone who like immediately does stand out. Like just from looking at her, you're just like, wow, who's that? That's kind of when you look at Shotzi Blackheart. So you're like. You know, I think even from the first moments that we've seen her on NXT, she had to like that mini-feed with Shayna before Shayna mm-hmm. kind of dipped off. But I think they've, they've seen stuff in her for quite some time, and now they're, this is the time that they're acting on it. So with uh, War Games coming up, we could probably see some big moments from her coming up. Yeah, yeah sure. I, she's, right. she's
1: another one that I'm afraid of that has such a great upside. And I think that, like, Regal and Triple H and HBK and Matt Bloom, they all get it. <laughs> with her, <laughs> but when she goes to the main roster, I am so afraid. And usually, I don't say this about anyone. I didn't even say this about like Keith Lee and all those others. Like, I'm afraid for Shotzi on the main roster because I'm just afraid they won't get it. Like, and also like that little ass tank that only works in that arena.
2: <laughs> you know, it only works <laughs> in
1: that in full sail and on the in the CWC. Like, imagine that little ass tank in the Thunderdome.
0: <laughs> it's it's not working.
1: So that, that's already a piece of her aura that's gone. You know.
0: Are you saying that they should just like upgrade to like a war jeep of some sort with like a gatling gun on the top?
1: But but, but are they gonna are they gonna invest that much money? Like Triple H and them have invested a lot of money into her, making her mm-hmm. the host of Halloween Havoc, multiple outfit changes, putting her on a, in, you know a lot of the press, you know stuff like that, like making these vignettes for her, which have been amazing for Warrior Games. Yeah, I just don't know that. Like that that's one that I'm like, okay, let her stay there for a little bit longer. let her actually get the title you know, and then have a run with it and then see where she goes on the main
2: roster. I think, and this is going to be like a random thing to say, uh, main roster people, if you have a ton of tattoos, I feel like they just don't get you on the main roster. Yep. (laughs) Like, they're just like, hmm, you know, maybe you could be like Ruby Riot's partner or something along those lines. I see that, I I see that. I just, because they seem... They just don't seem to get that kind of like, I don't want to say alternative lifestyle, but it's something that it's just something that they just don't get with those. They're more so of the clean cut, all American, no tattoos, Mm. muscled, um, or in the case of women, you know, also muscled, but blonde and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So they kind of push towards that. But I think now I'm hoping considering the bunch of people they have on the main roster that they're now accustomed to a little bit of different flavors, but I'm pretty sure she's going to have a tough time, at least when she begins on the main roster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it's just now that Ruby's starting to take off in a small way, you know, like, and and she's been there for, I wouldn't even call it
2: take (laughs) it off. It's like, she's
1: winning some things. She wins sometimes.
2: She, she's been in the same spot for like two years. Like, As Liv's partner or Sarah's (laughs) partner or something for like two years, like they, they just don't get it. But they will one day. They will. They will.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Mills. I, but I mean, one thing I can say is that she don't, she don't gotta live or Sarah
0: (laughs) going (laughs) on (laughs) the roster.
1: So that's one thing she got (laughs) for. But don't don't have to carry
0: nobody. (laughs) Listen, not yet. Listen, wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, Um, we'll we'll see. Um let's talk about two of these video packages uh the, undif- the undisputed era video package i thought that was really nice really hammering home to i guess if you didn't get it before undisputed era baby faces going into this uh war games match <laughs> but
1: I, I think bigger than just them being baby faces is the fact that they're family and, and mm-hmm. i think that that was like they they kind of positioned it as kind of like the godfather like mafioso type thing which was weird but I think more than anything really prove that these guys know each other, they love each other and they have each other's backs. And um, I did like it. I think they're tremendous baby faces. Like it is, it is a breath of fresh air to have them in this role, but also have Mm -hmm. them kind of like acknowledging how they got to this point. Like, I I do like that. They're saying like, you know, they haven't always been like everyone's favorites, (laughs) you know, but they're (laughs) all, they've always been the best. And, and I really like that. The the thing that uh, kind of showcasing that.
2: They should have done like a playoff of like, like four brothers or the wood or something like who's the black brother
1: who's the black brother
0: <laughs> kyle
1: oh god
2: kyle <laughs> or, or DL is it, um,
0: it roger strong because he listened to nipsey hustle
2: <laughs> oh that's true oh my god take your I still, pick <laughs> i wish i could find that clip because i felt like i saw it in a dream now <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's a fever god. dream yeah. It's just like Nipsey. And I just remember everyone saying, oh yeah. And I was just like, did I dream this or is it real? No way <laughs> no, we both had the same dream. So it had to be <laughs> real, right? <laughs> oh my God. No, but I thought all those um the video packages, even the one they did with the women earlier and kind of like Shotzi's like, mm-hmm. I guess mechanic shop or wherever the hell she's at. I thought that all of those were tremendous and kind of like telling stories in a different way than standard, like backstage, they all just happen to be standing around each other just yeah talking when the camera starts rolling it felt more authentic it felt more real it felt e- even the um the and Bo. oh my god mm-hmm. what the hell was that yeah <laughs> that, that that is... what, do, what do we
0: think it is
1: <laughs> that's some messing right there they, they they own something with that like i'm into it and it, the thing is like there there's such a lack of on both shows there's such there is a lack of um intrigue you know like there there is like mm-hmm. think the biggest thing that that was intriguing people in aew is what sting gonna do but with this you have you have three characters or really two characters that um are not were not heavily featured and didn't really have a really heavy story but they're doing a month's long storyline with them and i'm intrigued to see where they go with this and the fact that like bo has been there for years you know and they're finally doing something with him so i want to see what he's able he's capable of doing
0: he hasn't been seen since that breakout tournament that jordan miles won yep and he lost like the first round (laughs) <laughs> that's okay. Okay. No, 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 that's Okay. It's it's not
1: it's not hard to see that it's Karen Q, right? That, that's coming back. Uh she she had a knee injury about a year and a half ago. It looks to be that's who's coming back. Uh okay. Um, um, it look it, it, I mean, it, it, there's no, there, there isn't anyone else I can think of that's sign right now that that could be.
0: Yeah. Um there is a, another Japanese talent that I Remember them signing, but I don't know if they can get them over here. So, oh,
1: Suri, um, you're talking about Suri. Yeah, probably not. Probably not her. Unless they unless they flew her to Mexico in in the last couple of months. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, the yeah. Uh, connected flight. Yep. Uh, but yeah, if it's Karen Q, then that's fine. I definitely think that the women's division in NXT needs more because how much longer can Kanan Carter and Casey Canizaro get squashed? Uh, so,
1: but no, I, I don't know. You sure they need more? They, I mean, the War Games match alone is three to four different storylines that they have built mm-hmm. o- up over the past three to four months. Like, I think if anything, they do need a they do need a lower card. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's where people like Casey Duck do fit.
0: That uh, that I I definitely think that they de- they need a lower card. But I definitely think after War Games, a lot of things might just get broken off. Where yeah, that's it, true. I, cause I don't sealed. see. Oh, go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. Finish up. Uh,
0: I don't see what Ember Moon and Tony Storm are doing after this. I don't see what Dakota Kai is doing after this. I guess uh, Candice Lerae could still be around, but I'm just not sure.
2: I just think it's general, and this is what I was going to say. I, I just think it's because we've seen a lot of these people already, and it kind of feels mm-hmm. like, and it, and it's what you spoke to what you spoke to before, of kind of like the lack of call-ups. We probably had like the least amount of call-ups this year. Just because NXT is producing a show, they want kind of like a cast, they want to feature these people, things may be doing well with these people, et cetera, et cetera. It's less of a development brand now, which is why Triple H, I know he was talking about maybe getting a second show because it's less of a developmental brand now than it's ever been before now it's like an mm-hmm. actual kind of official brand um, however i think it's because we've seen a lot of these women before even and, and i and i look at um, even the tony storm thing right like the tony storm turning heel thing which happened last week i'm the only reason i'm not jazzed about it because i think we've seen tony storm so much already even if she wasn't featured in NXT she just kind of felt like she's been around for a while anyway and, and maybe she should be main roster bound or something along those lines. And the same with Ember Moon, who's been around for a while. Rhea Ripley's been around for a while. Candice LeRae has been around for a while. It's, we've reached this kind of class and, and this is kind of like that echelon of, this is the peak moment of this class of NXT women that we've had thus far. I mean, I would equate it to that era where we had a Ricochet, Aleister Black, you know, Dream, uh, Gargano, Ciampa, Adam Cole and kind of creating a new scene completely different from that 2014 Sami Zayn, uh, Nakamura, uh, Joe, Finn yeah. type of thing. It's a whole new scene. But I think we've reached kind of a point where we're like, okay, we've seen kind of a lot and now you kind of want opportunity for, or at least you want some new faces, but it's probably possible this is the best that they've got. I think these eight women are the best. That NXT has got, they're really putting them at the forefront. Period. Yeah.
1: It's, it's reminding me of that. Remember that that class of the alistair Gargano, Champa, Dream, Ricochet. That class. Yeah, that's, that's what you that, said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that's really them.
0: And I, I would agree with that uh, as well. Like NXT kind of just needs that flush, but that would more or less uh, hinder the brand and the Tony Storm heel turn thing. I like I like it, but the last time I saw Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray had her weeping for her life. <laughs> I
2: don't think she's ready to be a heel yet. It just didn't even seem like it was like it didn't even seem like the build was leaning in that direction. It just kind yeah. of happened, and I feel like she's like now. She's trying to figure it out as she's goals, she goes, and she's just kind of like standing around, like trying to blend mm-hmm. in to like these, to like these
0: like heelish other people that women, people that kind yeah. of have personalities, or and yeah, and who have like already you know You know their dad. Uh, yeah, you know their dastardly deeds already.
2: <laughs> yeah, all this stuff, and she's standing around like goofing and laughing and, <laughs> and she, all this other she stuff. She needs
1: a complete character redesign. That's why, yeah. and they don't have time to do that yet because they have this show. But I would expect to see her character change completely. She needs like a tagline or something like that. But like my thing with her being heel, you you end up surviving and lasting longer if you if you are a successful heel. Like look at Bailey and how she's been able to stretch this out for almost two years. Like mm-hmm. you end up being better if you can pull the, the heel turn off. Dakota Kai's lasted a lot longer, I think, as mm-hmm. a heel than she would have if she was a face. I'm sorry. I just think that she would she just wouldn't have fallen under the the pressure of trying to match up to a Tegan Knox or you know a EO Shirai and or Rhea Ripley like there wouldn't have been room for her there because those are really big personalities and she had to create her own personality to match it. But Tony, it's it's right there for her. Why doesn't she just play the cocky rock star? Why doesn't she just you know what I'm saying? Like the, that type of that type of character is there for her. And she just has to be comfortable enough to do it.
0: If she would have been it's a wild
2: meme- Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go uh, ahead.
0: If she would have been like a M- Miss type really cocky uh, asshole. I think that would have worked really well.
2: Or or
1: just, just a crazy badass that just breaks people's bones. I would be dumb, uh, too.
2: I think I don't it should have been that, that's too much. It should have been Ember Moon to be right. honest with me. That's how I feel. I, I feel like it should have been Ember Moon as opposed cool. to Tony Storm because I feel like she has a lot more. She has a lot more beef with everything that's going on. She's entering a scene. She doesn't think she's now. It's like an opportunity. How am I going to get that? Uh, back to the top. Well, the only way back to the top is to step on a couple people at this point, and I'm smart enough to know that at this point. The the Tony Storm thing, I think she has still, especially in NXT, it's kind of like this new journey, even though she kind of feels like we've seen her before, but I, I probably would have gone with Ember Moon, but still.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. And then and the ending off the NXT show with these quick hits, not really quick, but... <laughs> Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher will be having a match at War Games. Damn it! What does this do for either of them?
2: Just for Thatcher, I yeah, think it's like, meant to put Thatcher on an NXT takeover card and give him some time, give him some reps. Make him, hopefully put him in the ring with someone who has a high profile who you could wrestle against and, and uh, raise his profile. That's if he wins, anyway. I don't yeah, <laughs> it, it,
0: I, I think they've done a. Uh, a lot of, like, I don't want to say you know buried or like damaged or whatever, but it's been questionable booking. I'll agree. Yeah, he's
2: cool. he's lost in times where I feel like he shouldn't have lost
0: his biggest or... his biggest win against Riddle, which was like five months ago in the yeah. fight. There. Yeah, so it was just like, oh, like now he has to like kind of do something again, and and then right. just losing those like a lot of consecutive matches, like losing the Finn. And then being yeah, just, a triple threat qualifier for the North American title, and then losing that.
2: They're giving him this character, and they're giving him this stage, and they're giving him this moment. It doesn't even feel like they're re- legitimately capitalizing off of it. It feels mm-hmm. more so like they're, and I, you know, it just feels kind of wrong in a sense of like, okay, you're you're building this up, you're giving him characters, you're giving him time, he's speaking, uh, mm-hmm. and and and. Which is all that people want on the show. It's very precious time on NXT for a two-hour show with a bunch of talent that's sitting backstage who want that time, so they're giving them time. It just doesn't feel like they're capitalizing on the character himself, themselves. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, this should be this should be Thatcher kind of breaking out and actually making something of this Thatcher school that he's been trying to build up for it. Cause I, I don't think there's anything technically wrong with anything that they've been doing, pushing him. I think that it, it's, it's different. I think that it's cool. I think that more than anything, he's talked and done promos a lot more than I ever thought he would, you know, because this mm-hmm. that's just, that has just not been his character in, in the indies. And I think that he's adapted really, really well to that. And I think he's actually crafted his own character out of that. But where do you go from here? Like we saw, uh, we, we saw Malcolm Bivens. In the background of, 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 a, of a vignette for him. So it's like, is that someone who comes in and acts as a, re- a recruiter for him? Is that someone who comes in and, 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 you know, acts as a mouthpiece? Because, you know, I heard one day, a couple of days ago, from a, a very trusted source that that Bivens was supposed to be with Thatcher just like they were in Catchpoint. Why don't they just do that? You know, I, I think that that would help Thatcher out. I think Mm -hmm. Ciampa is in the same Gargano role. Gargano is is great at putting other guys in in really good positions. I think Ciampa should be continuing to do that. He should not be beating any of these new guys. So I I would love, and this is more like a prediction, but like this should be for Thatcher's benefit.
0: Yes, okay. I, I agree, this definitely should be for Thatcher's benefit. And with Finn kind of being active, big quotations around active he's not active uh, that, that <laughs> yeah. boy hurt that boy I, I, hurt yeah that boy him. hurt like a motherfucker. i don't see him back
2: till next year <laughs> i don't see him back till the top of next year like the very very tippy top but like the top he's uh, he's working out which is cool but he's mm-hmm. still hurt
0: <laughs> but with that said it's just kushida is like so just kind of standing around and having matches uh carrying cross is eminent and then you know, Thatcher is going to get put on this platform, and if it's not going for the NXT title, then, you know, he's going to end up killing Leon Ruff. But just, like, there's a logjam to the NXT title. So, like, even if Thatcher wins here, there's still going to be just him kind of just standing around for a little bit until Finn's back.
1: Well, I mean, you don't need a belt. You know, he doesn't need to be in that picture in order to be successful. I mean, you look at... Um, you look at, like, Kushida, you look at a lot of other people there that aren't necessarily factored in right now, like, you don't need to be in the title contention, but I do think that Thatcher should at least win, like, the the United States title, but there's so many people on that roster that I want to win that title that I'm just not sure.
2: Yeah, he at least needs a trajectory I think mm-hmm. something that we're building towards I mean even if it's like okay he's being up people on the roster but like what is this what is the result does he get a championship shot eventually do you find him as a contender in the future for that um, like, w-
0: w- what's the goal in the end of all this and that's yeah I'm thinking very far ahead <laughs> and, and
2: and some things don't have I mean some things don't have like immediate goals it's like some every gimmick isn't like the goal was to be world champion that's not typically it but at least you want to be able to tell a story and have some trajectory as opposed to like having this gimmick that's doing this thing every week. That means nothing. And people eventually <laughs> falling out of it. And I think people will fall out of the, the, the Thatcher gimmick, especially if he's not winning. Like, what are you telling me, all, what are you teaching me all these moves and you can't even win a goddamn match? Like get out of my face. That's how people are going to
0: legit feel. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. So, with that said, we're gonna go into war games predictions. Hopefully, Thatcher can get his win over Champa. Are we all ingredients on that?
1: Thatcher should win this match. Okay. Thatcher
0: should win this match. Absolutely. All right. And then the next match we have Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes in a strap match.
1: Ooh, straps out. All right. Uh, give, give, give Cameron his damn win back, man. He's he's done a lot with such silly ridiculous stuff and he's made it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. He's so into this character. Um I, I really enjoy Cameron Grimes. But take this guy to the moon. I think he should win this match.
2: Okay. Meals? I'm going I'm going for Dexter Loomis. I just feel like he's back. Strap match. Uh I think it's going to be you're gonna give Cameron Grimes a lot. At the end of the day, Dexter Loomis pulls out a win and I think probably is probably long is this his first takeover match?
0: Yes. Well, yeah. I think
1: it, is is it both of them? no I
2: think unless Cameron you want to count the war no, uh
0: unless you want to count Halloween Havoc. Was Halloween Havoc? Uh that, was no, just that a wasn't a takeover. Right? No, nah. nah. that wasn't
2: a, was okay. a takeover. No, nah, that wasn't a takeover. So Dexter Loomis, you got the stage to really kind of show what you're made out of. Oh yeah, because Dexter Loomis would just like randomly show up in takeover matches. <laughs> yeah, he
1: showed up in the he showed up in the title match.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Here's your, yeah, here's your opportunity. Show people what you're made of. That's kind of what I want to see. I think he's going to win,
0: though. Uh, I am going to go with Cameron Grimes. I, I know I, I am Loomis Hive, but I, for people I think that genuinely don't need a title, it is Dexter Loomis.
1: Yes. I, I think that Loomis can take Ls and not be hurt or harmed badly.
0: by. It. And we've seen it when he beat Roderick Strong. And mm-hmm. nothing kind of like nothing really like came out of that. Uh, what else?
1: I mean, they, I mean, he had Thatcher matches where he yeah, lost. The, yeah,
0: the Thatcher <laughs> match w- where he lost. Like, I don't think it truly hurts his character, just for the sole fact that I'm very invested. Like, I enjoy everything that he does. But I'm gonna go uh, Cameron Grimes on this one. Whatever shenanigans, it doesn't matter. But I think uh, he, he'll get the win. Next match for the North American Championship, we have the champion Leon Ruff, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest.
1: Look, man, they—they. They, this is one of the.
0: I like the story a lot,
1: but yeah, it's one of my favorite stories on NXT. I I love the you know, and it, just because it's different, you know, we've we've never mm-hmm. seen you know a champion of that stature get one of the big you know belts. I I don't think they've given that to
2: anyone on on any show like that. Yeah. But I don't um... think NXT has had like underdogs you know what I'm saying right everyone who's right, come right. up I guess has belonged in a certain way it's like oh you earned your spot you were in the pc lifting weights for four years now you're up on the main roster or you're up in nxt or you did something around the world and you did some amazing shit and now you're in nxt but, but I have not really been the feel of an underdog
1: his closest parallel is, is probably one of the guys he's in the match with and that's Gargano like he and Gargano were the ultimate underdogs Gargano mm-hmm. at one point was Leon Ruff is now. That's why I think it's so great. It's a great parallel to have both of these guys in there. Gargano being the ring general here, the two guys that you know, Damian, he's made look great over the past couple months, and Leon Ruff, he's continuing to make look great and look legitimate. But Leon Ruff trying to prove something himself. I really like the the dynamic here. However, I just want to see Leon with his belt for a couple more weeks. (laughs) So I think (laughs)
0: weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, we not 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 a. Not a month long reign to make it legitimate? Uh I mean
1: <laughs> it's it'll be a month if he if he gets a couple of weeks. I mean he won't he won't lose it on TV, I hope, but I, I, mm-hmm. I honestly I think he will lose it on T V. <laughs> you think so?
0: <laughs> I think he'll yeah, I 100% he, think. he'll probably uh lose it on T V, but like probably for like one of the special NXT things that they'll probably do towards the end of the year, similar to Dynamite's winners coming or whatever.
2: I think yeah, I think he's I think um this triple threat match is going to be good because it it's able to like he doesn't have to really deliver the main offense or anything like that he doesn't really mm-hmm. have to break out of his underdog role in this match i think once you get to a one-on-one match and probably not with johnny gargano because they're kind of the same size but if you gonna get he gets in a one-on-one match with Damian priest it still be <laughs> the there's Yikes. one or two things to happen yeah it could either be he some chicanery that happens that messes him up, or Damian Priest kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> and either one is plausible for me. Um, I think the winner of this match is probably going to be Leon Ruff by uh, some very crafty finish. He's gonna fall
1: on he gonna fall on somebody or something. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be something really, it, really funny.
0: It, it, it's gonna be the two K finish. Somebody gets hit with somebody else's finisher. Get the fuck out the ring, and then you pin the person. You know, so, yeah. Hey, i'm cool with that i'm cool the, with that the, the mark finish uh i'm gonna go with leon rough as well and so two war games matches i don't know how they're gonna fit the two rings in there i'm sure it's gonna look uh a little but funny I don't know
1: what, why are people why are people worried okay i've been to the pc it, it, i've been to the P- no hold on i've been to the pc okay there is enough room that pc you, the pc can the hold
0: have you been to the cwc though it's the same fucking
1: place so the <laughs> the that place can hold like 10 15 rings in it so like if it's just putting the the actual and the ceilings are high like like it would be at a at a arena so like you can fit all of that there what they might do is with the same thing that they do when they do war games in actual you know arenas they'll push the, the fans back a little bit and that's probably yeah. what's going to happen so like it, it can fit full sale hell no <laughs> they, they, there's there isn't much with full cell that you can actually move because it's, it's kind of just like set there and that and the room is what it is you can't expand that room with the the uh, CwC slash pc you have a way bigger area of of doing this doing this set so I absolutely you guys are gonna see it it's going to look cool that's all yes. I'll
0: say. I
2: glad you're these. saying, like, how, why are people thinking of how they're going to fit two rings as if we've all been to the PC as well? Because <laughs> you've seen, you've seen the PC. Like, the PC I've is not seen. Small. The PC. I don't know if it, it could be a different floor. I don't know. I've never been to the PC. You've, <laughs> you know you've
1: seen <laughs> Champa. You have seen Ciampa and Gargano. I've fight seen all the way through that. So I've imagine if you take the crowd. Made me imagine if you take the crowd out of that and you push it back, because the thing is, they haven't really changed much of it. They just I'm
2: sure it. you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong, but people, I don't, I don't know if people can actually see and visualize this. I don't look at looking at something as a, from a set standpoint and looking at something from a TV standpoint completely different. People can normally. I don't think people can like see it. I'm sure it'll work. For sure i mean they're gonna have to make it work yeah. They're doing the war yeah games exactly time. they're gonna have to make but it work i'm like what the fuck I mean, i'm maybe i'm just ready stage. i don't know damn I'm-,
0: <laughs> I'm just ready for the arena to look incredibly smaller because there's two rings in there like maybe, just taking smaller, up a lot of space
1: smaller in the arena when it when they actually do the war games matches anyway it, they, Yo, how
0: like, come they've never
2: done seats. How come they've never done the ready to rumble ass match where there's like different levels of cages and like
0: Tony
1: Khan?
2: Tony Khan was gonna do that with the uh, blood and guts. I thought that's what it
0: was gonna look like.
2: Oh really? I thought it was oh, just wow. gonna be
0: outright. I thought it was just gonna be outright war games. But let's talk about the two war games matches. We need that. We I'll say sidebar. We need that match. But yes, let's talk about the war games match. <laughs> we have uh, the undisfeated era versus Pete Dunne and the Dorks. Uh, who we got winning? <sighs>
1: This storyline hasn't been long enough for the Undisputed Era to win this. Mm. In my opinion. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna lose. Because what better to to kind of establish these guys who sorely need this big win? Yes. <laughs> than to have them be undisputed era. And plus the undisputed era faces, they more they 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 lose these matches all the time anyway. <laughs> so like they what they've only won one one of these, right?
0: I believe so.
1: Yes. Yeah, they they've been in the every year and only won one. It's fine if they lose; they they're not hurt. If they did win, I don't think it would be a, a huge mistake. I think it mm. would be cool because they, they you know they do need their revenge. But I think that if you want this feud to continue, um, then that's what you would do. But the thing about them losing this match is that there's a whole bunch of tag teams that would really like to face Oni Larkin and Danny Burch right now, <laughs> and mm. that and you know having Undisputed Era lose this means that they're going to be tied up with them for the foreseeable future.
2: Man, tell them get their own war games match. Then this is where big boys play. Come on. Um,
1: Come on, man. Everrise rules. That was the best shit I've ever I've seen. <laughs>
2: Everrise didn't strike me as Canadian at all. <laughs> I thought they were Australian. I thought they were some Jersey goofs. It was like, uh, it was like I really it was thought like they a, was, yeah. an outer shaper version of Best Friends, but uh. Or, like, Bucks or something like <laughs> that. Um, I'm going to go with, I guess, Pat McAvee's group. I don't see – I here's the thing. War Games Match, I'm not a fan of. I'm just not. What? I'm not a fan. The waiting around, I'm not a fan of. I'm n- the, I know it's supposed to build, like, intrigue and stuff like that, but it's the same thing every match. I've seen one or two War Games Matches you've seen them for the most part them all like the, the intrigue the the whole like oh my god i can't wait for uh adam cole to come and clean house like it ends up being like 15 to 20 minutes of them beating somebody's ass <laughs> and then it's even and then there's 20 more minutes of people jumping off of stuff do you remember what's his face almost died i
0: don't like uh, what's his
2: face almost died in that match um what's his, what's his name um, adam cole
0: no or, uh, alexander from- wolf MP-
2: yeah there we go
0: <laughs> oh, when he was, got his head uh split open, yeah,
2: good lord um but it's it's really just a lot of waiting and 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 it's a it's a long time. The only one I found somewhat interesting last year that had like, Oh wow, will they be able to do it was the last year's women's match because it was legit two on four, and I was shocked that. <laughs>
0: One that. That match. shit was absolutely insane and then they had to do Survivor Series the next day. Oh, yeah. Like, that was wild. But, oh, uh,
2: my predictions were the match. Yeah, Pat McAfee's group.
0: Cool. I'm gonna go with Undisputed Era on this one. Um, Justin made a really really good point with that tag division. If the Rascals isn't gonna like debut anytime soon, or if uh, Rizongo's not coming back anytime soon, if they're not gonna let... Uh, what is it? Uh Santos Escobar's group. I always forget their name.
1: Oh, Legado del Fantasma.
0: Yeah, if they're if they're not gonna tango with Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, then like, what are they doing?
1: They're doing nothing. You know. You know, like that tag division, yeah. which used to be so amazing, is now yeah. kind of like third in in the, in the ranks here, and and That's I, think I w- it's
2: it's coming back up.
1: I mean, is it? Is it? I mean, G. I, I will give. I, I'll give you this. Grizzly Young Veterans immediately changes the the conversation. Yes, absolutely. But I I need to see them. You know, are they gonna turn? Like, the, here's the thing. Like, are they gonna turn these guys? Because the thing is, all the tag teams in this in the division are heels. <laughs> Every all three of them are heels. Well, so who's gonna who's gonna turn here?
2: You got you got Drake, Ma- Drake Maverick and Killian Day. All right,
1: something something they,
0: they... <laughs> turn that off. Come on, great music, great hey. guys. Nah, Pete, Pete Dunn did what he had to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't give and, a damn about Killian Dane.
2: <laughs> and I think they're going to get their title shot. I think they're up next. I think uh, they're up next for the title. Nah, I,
0: what I think is going to be a singles feud between Killian Dane and Pete Dunn, and Pete Dunne finishes the job.
2: No, no, they wouldn't do that. They
0: already gave him music. <laughs> Matt Bloom, if you're hearing this.
1: <laughs>
0: nah, you know that music could easily just be Drake Maverick's music. It just like hit without Dan, it doesn't hit the same. Hey, no. if it if Drake Maverick's still hitting the jig, it hits the same.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> it the the music is the same. Honestly,
1: the the I think I like the dance more than anything. Mark really likes the music. <laughs> yeah, he really loves this thing. So don't don't take the theme away.
0: Remember the last time we gassed up somebody's like NXT theme and they kind of just did nothing or was just mid the whole time? So Adam like,
1: Rose? Adam Rose?
0: <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Bobby Roode.
1: But, uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of them.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, imagine they change his music. Oh, my God. Talk about cutting done. his knees off at the legs or whatever
0: the fuck it's called. <laughs> but all right, we're going to... Uh, possibly the main event you know wikipedia just has it layered like this uh team Shotzi which is Shotzi Blackheart, Emmer Moon, Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai versus uh, team Candace, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez and Tony Storm obviously is going to be team Shotzi right
1: yeah faces win Shotzi yeah. gets the shotzi gets the pen Uh, Team Candace needs to
0: win,
2: but I think Shotzi's team is going to win. They need to win.
1: Candace is a loser, okay?
0: Candace is 100%. Let's let's take it it there.
2: (laughs) If you want to be real, it's a team full of losers, by the way, because none of them have won anything of any. Well, Tony Storm, she's the NXT UK champion. But
0: but she's won against the people she's in the match with. So. Uh, very, know. very, yeah. very. Uh, I'm still very gonna call her. I'm
2: still gonna group her into losers. I'm sorry, Novak, but I'm still grouping her within the losers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and still, yeah, until she figures that, that heel thing out.
1: I think it's fantastic that you know when, when Tegan went down, they managed to find another group of faces that I think are, you know, particularly really popular. um I, I think that Shotzi to me again, I see so much in her, I'm, and I see the NXT does too. I just don't want to see her take the pin or not take the pin, but, but get the pin and win and then no title aspirations for her. Like she has to be next up. And yeah, you know, I, I know they don't want EO to drop it. I mean, anytime soon from what I'm seeing, but like, why not? You know why Let's, let's do shot EO at the first takeover of 2021 and, and let, and then let's, you know, see how they can stretch this feud all the way to mania weekend. If they're, if you know, assuming they will have fans there next year.
2: Uh, oh, my take, Hot take, uh, just because I've never been on the show and don't get a chance to talk about a lot of stuff. Tegan um, not fully impressed. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not, I don't see it. I don't see the... Skip,
1: skip over that. Skip over that, Mills. No, I
2: don't see no, the no, claim. No, no, no. This, she's this is Milt's she, time. Okay. She's, got the in-ring, she's got the in-ring stuff, yeah, down. But, like, other than that, I don't see it. I don't see it.
0: I, I think that I've That cute been... jacket, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been vocal about it before. I think the the knee thing uh even though it (laughs) actually is a constant issue and we're seeing it now but for like three years of you know i hurt my knee a couple years ago but i'm back like that thing doesn't necessarily work for me i do think she is a fantastic wrestler but i definitely think they need to do something else
2: yeah if they if they had called her up if they had called her up i would have been like so what you gonna do now? Like, what is it? Is she gonna get a vignette? Like, we getting a makeover. Like, what are we doing? Like, is she bringing mm-hmm. the jacket up? Like, if she gets called up, like, what's
0: with the, what's so... with the, ja- what's with the jacket slander?
2: <laughs> Cause that's the only thing she has. She comes out and she thinks the jacket and that's it. And I'm just like,
0: just a Captain it? Marvel fan, you know, shit uh, like that. But I, guess, yeah. I definitely think that if she come, if she's ready to go, do not put her back on NXT. She is not, not ready to go. Do not put her no, when she's oh. ready to go, do not put her back on NXT. Oh, but you know she's going back. Do not do that. And that's sure how she's going back. and that's how I'll end that.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does not, she has been ready to leave NXT for a very long time. She does not need to go back to NXT. There is nothing for her there. I know mm-hmm. that they they had her as a shoe-in to potentially win the title or to potentially be one of the top faces there. Shotzi has slid into that role. Let it be Shotzi. Even, even when Tegan came back the, the second time. She was kind of lost, you know. She she was kind of like, you know, is she gonna leave? Is she gonna not? Like, I think she's in the same. She was in the same spot Ria's in right now.
0: Yeah, because when she disappeared originally, it kind of seemed like Dakota Kai ran around the territory, and then she just like Tegan Knox just comes back, you know. And I think that's mainly because Candice LeRae just needed something, but um, hope don't put her back on NXT, and this is where. We'll get into AEW. And you know what else you can do? You can take your ratchet, trifling ass right up off my stage and do not come back unless I send for you. Do you understand me, heffa?
1: Never make me watch this show again. Please.
0: I I told you weeks ago, just watch Kenny Omega and Jon Moxley. You do not have to watch the full show because I was not planning on watching the full show
1: terrible
0: you did it anyway.
2: terrible yeah that's terrible at all i think mean, no, just you know there are other people with feelings on this show apparently uh what what are you talking about people there are other people on i mean all right so boom the show i mean all right what do you want to talk about first let me do that because this isn't the a show <laughs>
0: <I> w- <laughs> you did alright, boom, and then back down
2: <laughs> Yeah, no, I did Because I was getting ready to talk And then I was like, I'm so used to being a host of something That I don't know how to be." Guest. <laughs> go on, go off I
0: wanted to talk about Sting Let's just get it out of the way Let's do it What the hell is Sting going to do For AEW in a wrestler's role?
2: I don't Wait. All right. So let me look at his age first. Let me just make sure. Okay. While while
0: you do that, Darby Allen sitting at the top of the rafters and having face paint is the only similarities he has to Sting. (laughs) He is not Sting. So what they did, having Sting look at him as if he's his son. No, he's not. And they're not even the same stylistically. Not not, (laughs) exactly. So when they get that match together, that's going to be an issue because Darby Allen moves at a million miles per hour. And Sting is going to get gassed. I don't. uh, Here's
2: the thing. Here's what I'm I'm so confused at. They signed Sting to a multi-year deal, (laughs) like (laughs) multiple years, by the way. By the way, he's 61. So you signed years.
1: signed 61-year-old Sting to a multi-year deal but couldn't sign Ben Carter. That's crazy.
2: Um, listen, one of them is moving the needle, and it, I'll tell you, it ain't that boy. <laughs> I, one I, of I'll them can
1: move this. the needle one day.
2: It's, I, it, it's about you're the future. True. It's, you're, it's and true, here's, the
1: thing. here's the thing. a w they marketed it on the future, then they gave mm. you the past and then tried to tell you that it was a good thing, even though they shit on other companies for
2: doing that. That's the issue. I absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. But I'm I not gonna. I don't
1: mind. This nostalgia fuels pro wrestling. I don't mind Sting. One hundred percent. But don't again stop selling wolf tickets and then turn around and doing something different, and then people eat it up because they're they're they've bought in to the Kool Aid.
2: Right, right, right. Absolutely. I think Sting. We talked about this before we recorded. I think Sting is a notable name. I mean, yeah. you're know, like, oh, first time in 18 years on TNT. No one who but- was around. Watching TNT 18 years ago is still here, to be honest. (laughs) like It's a new crop. Most people don't even remember a lot of WCW outside of the network. Yeah. It's fine. You don't have to mention 18 years since he's been on TNT.
0: And they did the same thing for Eric Bischoff. When he uh, showed up and just had a little role, it was like, oh my God, he hasn't been on TNT forever. And it was just like, so the fuck what? So,
2: (laughs) who cares? (laughs) And WWE owns whatever the hell you're mentioning. So it's not like you can go any further than that. Um, so I, I, I didn't get that point. But I do get the point of having Sting. Sting is the notable name. Sting is, a, and I, what's as Wild is, I don't even think that's as Fine. a feature. As a wrestler, I don't know. But even though I don't get what his role could be. Exactly. Because if it's someone, if it's something as a manager, you're kind of like misusing what Sting is.
0: I will what show is he supposed to do? I will choke the shit out of creative if they make Sting a manager for Darby Allen.
2: But that's what they do for all the other. Everyone has got a. Everyone has got an old guard. People who are modern in days. Wrestling. I think they're just doing this. Honestly, is like
0: is the issue with AEW. Everybody feels as if they need a fucking manager, and it doesn't work. We've seen it with Nyla Rose. We're seeing it with MJF currently. We saw it with Cody. We're seeing it with uh saw it with private with party Archer, with uh, private party Lance Archer um ftr stop fucking doing this it's
2: it's i think it's ridiculous that you do it for all the all the time and then you do it with people who people could not honestly i don't think give a shit about because at the end of the day we're moving the needle with pro wrestling and we're moving this forward and yes you want to owe to the past or something like that but they're going first of all one they're going way back (laughs) like they're going back to times when NWA when people had closed you know closed circuit television all this other stuff you don't need to go that far back get someone relatively close someone who's been active for the past 22 years you don't need to go all the way back but in this Sting I can get Sting Sting was just a WWE fixture Sting was a major part of WCW Sting is Sting people remember Sting NWO Sting Complex just the other day used a GIF or video of Sting the other day. Sting is known, so I get why they do it. I just don't know what we do from here. I'm pretty sure Cody's gonna do want to do something. Cody's gonna want to stare down Sting. Oh, he's,
1: oh, that's oh, that's happening. <laughs> so over Sting. <laughs> that's uh, happening. Sting is gonna lose. I sting you a mean, dog. Here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. Cody beating Sting is gonna be like Triple H beating Sting, except like the the actual. Oh, it's gonna be worse. Yeah, the the actual reception to that is gonna be way better, and they're gonna think that Cody did it way better than Triple H did, even though it's it's bad to be doing it either way. You know, it's like
2: Sting, sting got a bad agent. He'll take that L. I promise you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he'll take the L for the check Sting will do anything for the check We know that
2: Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but
0: the, but he ain't on the, Cameo yet
1: But the thing is, is that Sting's debut Took away from A really important moment For the actual company That happened in the main event Because if you look at YouTube today You'll know what has a million a million views And you'll know what's struggling <laughs> Right now to, to get half of that
0: I think Uh a lot of people need to realize that Kenny Omega is not as big as in the States as everybody think he is. Uh, let just- But they, but
1: they did themselves no favor this week by trying yeah. to By what they did
0: for sure. But they, I'll be honest, they
2: did themselves no favor for the past. How long has it been? 14 months when they put Kenny Omega in a role that he wasn't supposed to my, in my opinion, shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been in the tag role for the past 18 months. You should have been using or these it worked. 13 months. It worked. Yeah, it worked because he's great. Like he's mm-hmm. great at what he does, but at the same time, it's like you want to you want a pillar of this company. You want someone who you could think behind, and the fact you're doing it this late and now it's it, yeah, it it it's to me you just wasted. A, and they're not even a tag team anymore. Like that's the weird thing about it. It's like they're we're pa- gonna Adam break Page them up eventually. In, Adam Page is in battle royals now. <laughs> yeah, like getting eliminated like, did, by Matt Hardy. What did it really do? It it served as a. An, you put them as a legitimate tag team, which is fine. I guess you wanted to sell the fact. And it made great programs and made great matches. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it was all for naught. However, Kenny Omega, at the time he left New Japan, was one of the biggest stars in wrestling. People mentioned him. I listened to all types of stupid podcasts with stupid people who mentioned him. Uh, wow. And I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who mentioned him And was like uh, as, a, as someone in AEW was like Okay, he's a guy you, you mentioned it When you talked about AEW mm-hmm. You talked about the Bucks You talked about Chris Jericho You talked about Kenny Omega Not really Cody But Cody figure, He figured his way in Nonetheless right. yeah. and,
1: but, and, and, and AEW was supposed to be Kenny's breakout American role yeah. That he and, was waiting for
2: Listen, and the, he, flir- he flirted with the ideas of f- facing Steph Rollins and Big E and you know, all types of other shit because <laughs> for the past 13 months, he's been wrestling just, around just, with FTR and Private Party. And, 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 and no offense to those guys, but that's not where Kenny should be.
0: And I, I, I've said this several times on this podcast. I think AEW does not work for Kenny, of, uh, for Kenny Omega because the level of competition is low. It, when he had that match with Hangman Page, who I am high I on, it just did not work, and even just going back into the uh, him being like the the biggest like star coming out of New Japan, the elite just decided to not capitalize on that and try to make Hangman Page, and that did not work. Into until, until like two years later, it, it felt
2: like they didn't want it to be that obvious that it was like the EVP is now immediately cashing in and cashing out. That's what they it, felt like it'd be. So they, I think they were very tepid on what they did initially, which I understand.
0: So the EVP can't do it, but Cody could do it?
2: C- Cody's a ridiculous... Cody's different. He's different. That's he's, a different I think guy. he's different. I think... yeah. I And that's what it is. He's a yeah. different guy compared to Kenny. Kenny is someone of, who loves the sport of... Pro, and I'm not saying Cody doesn't love the sport of pro wrestling, but Cody learned... A lot about like his very I don't want to say bombastic attitude, but no, he's but I looking mean be at, real, he, be real. He, he learned from he learned from Dusty, Vince, and Triple H. Those
1: are the he three, three four-minute entrance. <laughs> yeah, no the, the, those are the three people that you know, as much as you say they hate him and, and he says they hates him, he took a lot of cues from those three guys.
2: I agree. And there's at a level the that he puts himself, I don't say above aew but there's a level that it seems like he put put into himself that maybe he could be putting into other characters whereas i think kenny omega kind of like he's cool with being the wrestler on the show and being featured on the show but he's not feet it's not like cody where he's like he feels like he needs to be the voice the conscience the spirit, the the fighter yeah the everything that Everything needs to be. uh, He he wants to play every role, but he wants to be the cool guy. He wants to be the renegade. He wants to have black hair. He wants to have blonde hair. He wants to have, you know, dogs. He wants to be the fighter. He wants to be everything. He wants to be everything to the show. But you can't be everything to the show. And that's the difference between him and Kenny.
1: But I mean, going back to Sting, like his inclusion didn't shock me. Uh, I think that it, it, it was absolutely a big moment until people realized that he might be wrestling. I think with Edge, I think Edge to me edges it out. No no pun intended. Edge definitely had a bigger return to me because that's something you never thought you'd see. Staying, getting a check is not surprising to me. Yeah. Sorry. It surprise me. Staying, getting a check does not shock me or surprise me. That's why to me it's it's not as cool as it could be because of the fact that there are so many people on this roster and I see it every time I watch the show, either for, you know, I see it on the timeline or I, I'm on the war report or Cyrus, you know, you know, you know, any of that. I see a lot of promise here. Like, we're the the women this week. but Like, what? I mean, that's going to be dude. a constant
2: thing that they have
0: forever. That's, <laughs> that it just, that, is. It's just is. We do not have enough time to go into the women part of this show. And I don't even think they focus on the women. Like, I don't...
2: I'm not seeing anything from let me let me look at this expert thing please we, like, we do people, not have <laughs> did he mention the women did anybody question him about the women no did, uh, nobody I, cares I, about the yeah, women no one on
0: the aw and it's frustrating to me because, because they may sure have been it they may have been on that mess. other channel
1: yeah, they may have been on the other channel last night. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm
2: saying. When we she comes next to women are held in a high regard on, on Impact. But I guess we can, we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. And just to end off on a couple of takes that I've seen from the Sting thing, it was just like, you guys have a problem with old people wrestling? Japan has all sorts of old people. Mm. Sting is not Miro fucking Suzuki. What are you trying to do? Last time we saw Sting, he was not being—he was not able to move. That's my concern with Sting being here in wrestling.
1: We're also in—we're also deep in COVID times, and as and it's much also as sixty-one, yeah, <laughs> like as much as Tony and, and the crew can say they do testing and contact tracing, and that's great, spectacular. There is still really old people on your show that could could potentially be sweating and getting hurt yes. and all this other stuff bleeding. People still bleed on AEW. Just,
0: just because you walked into the building without it doesn't mean you cannot leave with it. And everybody and that is goes for both just kind of just, yeah, going for both companies. And I just feel like everybody just ignores that. Like when they had the, uh, I guess like the stadium stampede or whatever where Sammy Guevara got hit with the, uh, the golf cart, you can see in the background there's a million people. And every, uh, AEW just said, we tested everybody though. And everybody just backed off. You telling me those people couldn't just walk out of it, uh walk out of the building with uh without it? And people did leave with COVID. (laughs) And nobody said anything.
1: Crazy. I mean and this is I mean a concern for Sting's life, but also to me it's it's really just like a it's it's a I hate to say it, I'm gonna say it again too. It's a WWE move, but moving on.
0: I don't have a problem with Sting. I'm just worried for Sting's place in AEW and for his well-being. But yes, we'll move on going into the main event: John Moxley and Kenny Omega. I like this match, and Kenny uh, talking about and uh, talking about Kenny Omega matches. I will give this three and a half stars. <laughs> it's just a bad Kenny
2: match, I guess, right? It's a, it's
1: a bad Kenny match. Yeah, that's that's. To me, uh, that might as well be a two. <laughs> yeah. like there, there's a level of quality from Kenny Omega match. And this just seemed like it was the most plotting. And maybe it's Moxley style. Maybe these two don't work together well unless it's a death match, which they went like 50 minutes before. But. But to me, it felt like it was a bunch of planned the hits, Moxley didn't mm-hmm. exactly seem very into it, other than like selling. He sold a lot for Kenny, I will say that. Yeah, he, he did a great job selling for him. His blood
2: didn't look real, by the way. I was like what the hell oh, definitely was that did. on his face. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? If, but th- did, this like that
1: like, <laughs> did, did this seem like a match? that sauce. What's going on here? Did this seem like a match that was they were trying too hard for it to be epic? which I feel is what AEW no. does a lot of times. No. Like, no,
0: and that's my issue with it. It did not feel epic to me. Uh, uh, I think they promoted it well. No, they did oh. not. I think they promoted <laughs> it well. No, no. Meals, two weeks, two weeks ago, they had a contract signing, and John Moxley did not show up, and then they did another contract signing last week.
2: I'm not saying the build. I say I think they promoted it well. In terms of just like
1: posters and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything
2: kind of everything kind of building up to it. And you know these are two major stars at the end of the day. So I think at that point you're gonna look and be like, beyond the shitty build to it, we tuned into the match. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, And we knew the match was happening, and we knew it was the show and all this other stuff. I think they promoted it very, very well. In terms of what we got, I wasn't surprised at what we got because I think Kenny Omega is still kind of working his way back into the singles role, and I don't think he's hit a complete wave as of yet. It, um, the cl- the clean Mox- back. Yeah, and Moxley, he just kind of looked like over it. Um,
1: yes. He was and, just like there. but I mean, a lot yeah, of times. He was just pocket- there. A lot of times, Moxley's just there for me. Mm. I think that if there was a if there was anyone who who is consistently overrated in in ring, it's him. I think as a as a baby face, he's great. I think he he and Drew to me are two of my two of the best baby faces of the year. But as in ring, hell no, he ain't, he. Ain't it's weird him. as
2: the, it's weird as a champion for him. I think it's weird him being in the role where he is the person people are starting you know going after. I think he's 100 better in the role of chasing as opposed to the champion mm-hmm. um he, he did great this year don't get me wrong he did great this year with what he was given and all this other stuff i'm giving him a passing grade he was the stars and compared to i think when you look at the magnitude of the star that john moxley is compared to the opponents that he faced, he faced mjf he faced eddie kingston He faced. Brody Lee he faced a lot of people who I don't think were at the caliber of his level. that's why I say this match was promotable because it felt like a match that was actually of his caliber and that's you know no slight okay. to everybody else but it's it's just different when you hit Kenny Omega who has the pedigree and who has everything kind of going back and, and building up it's just different. that's a this is a championship caliber worth match.
1: Bro, uh-huh. when they when they put the chair, I I speak from it. Uh, when they put the damn the chairs, chairs stay, yeah. in the ring, when, I was like, y'all trying ooh. way too hard ooh, for yeah. this to be epic.
0: That is the that is the fucking like GCW American Indie thing that is just it is so stupid. Yeah, it is so stupid. dumb. Just stand up and hit each other. Just stand up and hit each other. No, I'll be too tired, brother. Chairs. <laughs> at least at least do the bullshit where you're like uh you are both kneeling and hitting each other just do yeah, that kneeling that is, is better i was very high on the match until i saw those two chairs come out and yeah. there was a lot of outside brawling in the picture in picture i understand because it's a commercial break you don't want to do anything like fantastical oh, they got to
2: figure out them pictures and pictures bro they be going to picture and picture out of nowhere bro uh, <laughs>
0: these commercial breaks going- were, the commercial breaks were really killing this match. Like, the commercial breaks, breaks for the tag
2: team all. match, the Darby Allin versus Cody match, where they started, they rung the bell, and in 10 seconds, it was like, we got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, they got to watch that. They got to watch that. Uh, yeah. Kenny,
0: Kenny Omega and John Moxley came out during their entrance, and then they went into a picture-in-picture, picture, uh, or like they went to a commercial break right after. Yeah, picture like, picture why?
2: cuts the momentum of the match, yeah. Really Um, does,
0: and
1: but we already knew uh, that in this match we were waiting for the fuckery because as soon as we saw Cyrus the Virus himself (laughs) to show up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know where this is going."
0: Yeah. Um, As far as the in like more just like on the in ring stuff, how did you feel about it? Because I Mm. definitely have my thoughts. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm I'm just gonna give it a second chance. Braver than I. It's braver than I.
2: Cause I, that wasn't really, I was bouncing between two things and okay. I wasn't really like invested in it and the picture and picture once again, always does me in, but, um, because it makes me feel like I should just turn to another channel.
0: I want to watch, <laughs> I want to watch it. I want to watch the Fightful version that just doesn't have the commercial breaks.
2: Yeah. Something. I mean, uh, lines,
0: the like, Fight TV. Why oh, I keep saying Fightful.
1: <laughs> um... I, I'm, I wasn't high on this one. I'm not going to lie. I, I was more like... You're a Kenny Stan, yes. And I'm a Kenny Stan. And I was like, I even said it. Like, he don't got it no more. Like, that explosiveness. Like, and maybe this is his new character, but we've seen him as a heel. But it's like, they, they sure picked a hell of a time to give this guy a character of a shit heel.
2: And he injured. <laughs> and
1: he's injured, yeah. So it's like, they, they picked a hell of a time, again, to make him this character where it's like, all we want is for him to have good... Like, AJ Styles comes in. And they let him have a lot, of, a bunch of good matches, and they, they gave him a, a stupid pitbull um, nickname. But they let him have great matches the whole year. They didn't. Yeah. They, and then they built the story later with him. With Kenny, they've done it ass backwards, and it's like mm, we're gonna let you do. Actually, no, I think they've done it worse.
0: Yeah, I, I think they did it ass backwards because they they left a lot in the air of can you make still good. And yeah. that's not something you want to do with legitimately your biggest star going into people,
1: it. people will turn the
0: channel. <laughs> um, I saw uh, CRS1 uh, on Twitter. He was just like, why did it just feel like Kenny Omega was just doing all of his, uh, just mashing his signature? Wasn't yep. that always Kenny Omega matches? Why is it different now? Maybe because just it just doesn't truly work for her us anymore i think kenny omega definitely needs to grow as a performer and people are just saying you know we need the cleaner back maybe we need actually something different
1: no no one on the roster can give us that i'm sorry Mm -hmm. nobody on that AEW roster.
0: the level of competition is too low
1: yeah no one's going to give you that i'm sorry as much as people don't want to hear this that, that competition's in New Japan. That competition is in, you know, other places. That competition is in the, the people that he said he wanted to work with. You know, mm-hmm. in, in WWE, it is there with the Seth Rollins. It is that, like, that is these are people that will make him come out of it. I said on the A show, I would love to see Omega versus Braun Strowman. I would love to see Omega versus Corbin. That would be something where he'd have to work differently. <laughs> where yeah. that, well, that won't work with. There are no types of big-time personalities like that. And the guy that he faced in Moxley, that was the closest that he's done so far to doing that.
0: And uh, I just don't think it truly just meshed well. Uh, it... it, it. I'm just going to lay the casket on uh, Kenny Omega and wow. for the. For... Yet. He's the champion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, he's the champion.
2: Uh, just, uh, don't do it yet. He's a champion. All right. He's I'll, here, I'll, at least
0: he's I'll schedule ske- I'll schedule a viewing. Oh, and yeah, when sure. he has the, the rematch against Moxley, when he's not injured, if he, if he's not injured and he's still moving. Well, if he's still not impressing me, then, you know, it, it, yeah. it's time him, to just lay it. Give him down. some time. He's
2: the champion. There's there's new extracurricular events that uh, immediately but, appeared afterwards
0: that But Meals after after he's finished with Moxley, who the hell is there? MJF? I don't wanna see that shit.
2: I mean, you, you look towards um what they did after the match where he ran oh. off with um what's his face?
0: Meals I am if, not watching impact. I am not watching impact. I mean we
2: don't Kenny, have to watch it, but
1: what if Kenny ends up what if Kenny ends up? Taking the the stipulation from the Cody thing, and challenges Cody. I don't think we get there. Oh man, um, that'd be crazy. Okay, but the the ending of the match, we had Don Callis coming in, yeah, distracting the ref. Kenny hits Moxley with the mic, uh, knees him like eighteen times.
0: There's <laughs> well, there's multiple distractions going on here where Kenny Omega is being attended to by eight refs. No medical staff. And <laughs> he gets back into the ring. And then, you know, just in rapid succession, a lot of fuckery. And yes, Don Callis comes with the mic. Moxley hits him. The mic flies. Omega hits Moxley with the mic. Hits the one-way angel. He's your champion. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh,.
2: Why? Why are they running? He's he's, out. So yeah, he's I was confused. He's I was like, why is he running to yeah. impact by the way? I was like, why is he walk briskly?
0: It's not going nowhere. Trust I I, I fully I fully expected like the Bucks to come out, you know, do a congratulations sort of thing, or at least like yeah, confront him you know. backstage. Can you ma- I mean uh hangman pacey at least be in the background? Uh just something more it it seems like kenny omega is starting to distance himself
2: from it it was part of him i think it was part of him oh sorry finish your finish your point
0: oh uh he's just like separating himself from the quote-unquote elite Mm -hmm. because now hang uh hey man page is doing stuff with dark order the bucks are the bucks cody is in his own world and now kenny omega is with don Callis. so
2: yeah I think You're just all branching out. what they did at the end. I mean, the AEW Impact merger is definitely something that's a conversation piece because I think we haven't seen a collaboration between, you know, a, a, a very deep collaboration between two American companies like that and it's making people look at the Impact roster, which is something new that I think people can cap all they want on Twitter about how this is great and uh, Impact's <laughs> been doing great stuff. But I'm pretty Live. sure you haven't seen Impact um, because... I, Impact the last is a, I've seen, they've had pay per views, and pff, you would act like still football tweets. You know what I'm saying? Like it's said, <laughs> you, you don't have to cap about people thinking with impact, but it, it at least makes people look at both their rosters and be like, okay, wow.
0: There's, but I already know the impact roster, so I'm not going to look any more deep into it.
2: <laughs> it would have been nice if they brought someone from impact over to AEW. Here's my first thing, thing. Is... instead. Impact
1: Impact and AEW is kind of like, you know, you see like on Instagram, you see those like, uh, those Instagram models, they look real fine, and they're like, damn, you know, like she's super fine. There's one in particular, like, it's just like, yo, she's 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 beautiful. Then they show their boyfriend off, and it's like, oh, (laughs) unfollow, he looks like motherfucking Shia LaBeouf
0: from goddamn. Oh, she likes nine. Oh man, she like crackers, damn. Wow,
1: so I I mean, I think that. (laughs) Putting AEW next to Impact does not make AEW look better. Or Impact. No, it makes Impact look like a big time when it's not.
2: <laughs> I, think but it I don't... AEW look like C-Rate. I think it, it it jogs the fantasy of wrestling fans and makes something that previously they felt were like dream match... I do not say dream matches. Dream matches is a stretch. Just Fantasy matches, col- yeah, in terms of something, and it brings it to some sort of real sort of thing where you can actually like okay we can picture these matches you can picture anderson and gallows who's been wanting to get to AEW for a long time and this is probably the way <laughs> you're gonna get there um and probably gonna stick around and be like yo do we have to how long are these contracts um but
0: <laughs> oh y'all got chairs right here that's cool oh damn we <laughs> we you got, got chairs form. where we from <laughs> okay people damn but Other people with the collaboration conversation that has been going around on Twitter, it's, mm-hmm. oh, man, we're seeing all these companies work together. Like, that's so great. And then, like, we all know how people are feeling. Mm-hmm. They want WWE to kind of collaborate with people. That's all it is. Because mm-hmm. let, let a talent mer- – uh, not even like a talent merger. Let uh, like a talent exchange or a one-off happen in a WWE anytime soon doesn't matter anybody from japan or anybody from mexico to fucking japan instantly overshadowing this
2: yeah but i don't think wwe would ever do that because they have like 400 wrestlers
0: <laughs> like yeah they
2: have three brands and then 205 live and I, then nxt uk and I, then if they do nxt japan or something like that they've got so much i they don't need to do that
0: i know Nakamura. Legitimately sign, and but if they wanted to like bring somebody over for whatever fucking reason, I definitely think that slot should be given to uh Timothy Thatcher.
1: Right. That, 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 mm. yeah. Listen, man, listen, man, <laughs> Let, let's let's talk within reality here. Yeah, Sammy Callahan ain't moving the fucking needle for no AEW, and if he shows up on their weekly TV show, they've done something wrong, <laughs> they've done something <clears throat> seriously wrong. There is no one on Impact that could potentially, like you're you're running into the same type of talent on both shows, yeah. you know, other than the other than the top of the card. The top of the card at, at Impact, no disrespect, Rich Swan, you know, like a lot of people like that. You know, they they do reality show, Dream House like reality house skits on Impact. It's just two different worlds. Mm-hmm. AEW positions itself as a semi-serious, uh, like kind of like. Friends. yeah like like it's 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 super weird like but i just i think it's weird and then putting kenny there does not make kenny look like a big deal <laughs> it makes yeah. kenny look like he went to the projects
0: Well, <laughs> especially when he shows especially um, when he shows um, up to impact and there's nobody there clapping
2: yeah well listen i agree it's not this isn't foreign that they've done before they've done plenty of collabor- collaborations with nwa but i just think this is another thing that they're doing um bolster kind of the matches that they could have really decide i think they've made a concerted effort how can we get this past the one million mark like actively and sure i don't know if impact is the way to go but i'm sure it can help it at least starts the conversations between their fan base and their wrestling fans and people who are watching wrestling on wednesdays to be like oh, where are they doing TNA thing? Right, let me let me check over there. Let me check over there. Let, let me at least make it much more of a priority than the NXT. And But at any time, NXT could decide, oh, let's bring some Raw and SmackDown people. Let's have them do yeah. Wednesday nights. And and, <laughs> and, and, and
0: and that's when people start doing the, oh, they're cheating again, or whatever yeah. BS that they were it's doing. along those
2: lines, I'm not sure if they'll ever do it, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. But, but
0: yeah. But, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, that's it for us. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, Sharing, rebounding thoughts with people. I know I've uh, I've been doing the show alone, but, but I, I like on. I
1: like you. I like your like your your manifesto type stuff, and like you're like I
0: hate this. like
1: <laughs> it's like you're like screaming to the void. I love I love hearing the the Cyrus uh, deep thoughts on the war report because it, it truly does sound like you were spreading the gospel or you know <laughs> whatever about, you want to call it. I'm about I'll, to I'll add some clear.
0: church music into the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but thank you for for having me and thank you for finally you know for 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 pressing pressing meals or for meals pressing you
0: (laughs) i I, I told i told you i'm i'm sorry aew creative is not doing anything with miro i'm sorry (laughs) i should i should have thought i i honestly thought that they were going to do something with him i just didn't foresee it taking so long
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah, well maybe it's better Honestly, it might be better this way. It might be better (laughs) this way. No, I see. Now the challenge is back. (laughs) No, no, no. It might be better this way because we've seen what they do when they get people, rush people into things, you know, Mm -hmm. the Brody Leaves, et cetera, et cetera, and kind of like, okay, well, now they're – where are they? Uh, Let's – especially if – I don't think they wanted Miro in, like, the sea of challengers of Moxley, and just like another victim, and that's you know why he saying? should be ta-
0: that's why he should be taking it from Darby Allen. But that is a different conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll start wrapping this up. You can follow us on Twitter at the A Show RNC, also RNC Radio Live. Uh, you can follow Meals on Meals TV, Justin at OG Johnny Five, me at H uh, Underscore Visibility. We have shows like the A Show that you can listen to and see why Meals is here. <laughs> I, n- not to, not to be rude, but
1: <laughs> you won't uh, see him on this show for another like twelve weeks. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just know when you're watching AEW and then you see Mira win something, you can expect to see Meals uh, Meals here. Uh, we should be doing a spot callers soon. Hopefully. You know. <laughs> You could be, be expecting a G show eventually. New name pending. Uh, we have the Rewriters Room talking about Becky Lynch, a very interesting conversation with Armand and gang. We have the Black Variant, which I will be listening to after this with X and uh, Van Ridd. Late fees? I didn't, I haven't had it. Uh, there's a late fees, right? I haven't had a chance. Yeah, was was there was a
1: late fees. There was a late fees. You can keep it to our channel. You can keep okay. it to our channel. Yeah.
0: That is it from us. Listen to our playlist. Enjoy the rest of your 2020. I need to go study for finals.